G'day everyone and welcome. You are on mypodcasthouse.com and it is our brand new wrestling show. Episode 1 for On The Turnbuckle. Thanks for joining us to the entrance music of The Ultimate Warrior. Different song coming up each week. Welshie, g'day to you. G'day Tony, how are you? I'm very well. Lyle, g'day to you. How you going Tony? Good boys, great to have you in the studio. A wrestling podcast, tell us all about it. So, um, we're big wrestling fans, um, it's fair to say. We've got different um, interests within within wrestling, like um, Lyle, you're more... Uh, independent and uh, Japanese, more of my take now, but willing to watch WWE. And I'm traditionally, yeah, traditionally fairly <laughs> mainstream, um, but trying to get back into some more independent wrestling, want to sort of get Lyle to show me where I need to be. And um, we also want to sort of give people an idea of what's out there in Australia. So we want to talk about WWE and then introduce people to, you know, some of the really good shows that are happening in Melbourne. Because you think of how many really good wrestlers we've got at the moment in WWE that come from Australia. Like you've got TM661. Yep. Uh, you got them, uh, Dakota Kai on our suit. She's a Kiwi. Yeah, well, we'll take her. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, anyone will take it. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> You've also got um, the iconics like um, Peyton Royce is basically the perfect woman. Yeah, yeah I can't argue with that as long as my wife's not listening. Except for obviously, yeah, our yeah, partners. Yep. Um, and of course, we had Emma. We had Emma as well. Yeah, which um, is uh, she's coming back to Australia in July for MCW ninety nine. Which will I'll definitely be there for that. The local scene has never really taken off to the, I suppose, the, the stages that it got to back in the, the 60s and the 70s. Mario but the, Milano. Yeah, all those sort of days, Festival Hall, you know, two, three, four thousand people. But what it does do is it provides a lot of fun for a good core audience of around about two, three, four, five hundred people a show. And we, I think we went and saw, was it PCW down at uh, the other? Yes. On, yeah, Dandenong sort of side, where are they? Yeah, Fern Tree Gully. Fern Gully, that's it. And I took my young lad to go see that, and he had the best time. It was the first wrestling event he's ever been to. And now he follows them on Facebook, does all that sort of stuff. So it's still, yeah, while it never reached the heights that obviously it is in the States, it's still pretty big stuff. But yeah. I think the size of independent wrestling around the world at the moment, like in Japan and in, in the US and in um, England, England's got a huge scene at the moment, that's going to help create buzz around what's in Melbourne. So, I mean, we even forgot to mention Buddy Murphy, who's doing amazing oh, things go. at the moment. There you go. As long as he can make weight, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, that was a terrible storyline. Because <laughs> um, if he didn't make weight, give him an hour. Yeah, yeah. Works in the UFC, doesn't it? And cut his purse in half. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, boys, let's have a look at what's been happening in the world of WWE. And I suppose uh, a lot of the talking point in, in most of the, uh, on the chat pages and the like at the moment is around Backlash. Yeah, and is it the worst pay-per-view of the last three or four years? It's definitely, for me, the worst pay-per-view of the last 12 months. Uh, it's up there for me. It, ha- it it just has to be. But let's start look, with the positives. And there weren't many, so it shouldn't take long. Well, what my, my major positive is going to be the uh, keeping us entertained for the negative side of it. Creates positive stuff for well, us, I think. Of course. I mean, But I tried to get my girlfriend to watch wrestling for the first time. And I couldn't have chosen a worse show. And you caught backlash. <laughs> it was the right thing. Very good. Show. That was very good. But no, it did in saying that. It started off great. It, it did. You there know, couldn't have been a better first match. No, it was perfect. When you got uh, you got Seth. Arguably the best wrestler going, like 
he's, all around. He's as good as anybody in the ring at the moment. Yeah. And he's, he's over. Like, super over with I didn't the think crowd. he'd ever be over as a face, but yeah. um, I'm, I was wrong. I'm an idiot because well, he's way over. No arguments with that here. But And then he's got, alongside The Miz, who just creates heat, crowd heat. The crowd love to Best hate him. character worker. Love to hate him, which is great. Uh, they, they tore the house down, I thought. You know, it was a it was a really good match. It told a it told a good story. Um, all of their spots were there. All the moves were there. The finish I thought was was really good. Yeah, nah, it was it was definitely a good finish. Uh, I think they should just don't swap the titles over too much. Leave Seth. He can bring some of that uh, Mister Perfect prestige back to that title. Well, Miz Miz needs to win Money in the Bank. I see Miz as a champion going into WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan. I told you that. Yeah. You thought I was um, crazy, I guess, but it's a story everyone wants to see, and why not make it for the title? Because Miz will create, you know, some heat around the title, oh, it, it, and no one will create more of a feel-good story going in than Daniel Bryan. Yeah, the crowd heat in that seventy thousand people, all booing the Miz. And if they're kicking each other, the yes oh, and the no. The it, the it kicks. Oh, they're going to be so good. They would definitely be so good. Um, so other than that, for me, there was only two other highlights. And this is a, a sad indictment on the show that the other two highlights were Elias's spot because it was fun. It wasn't wrestling, um, but it was fun. Like um, Elias is great. Um, everything he does is great. No, I think he's good. And interrupting him at the perfect time. He's great. Crowd got involved when uh, Jose came out. Yes. But that was fine. Yeah, that was good. Do you, you feel got... like um, Jose goes everywhere in a conga line? Everywhere he walks, he's like a Pied Piper, and there's just like 20 people walking behind him doing I, a conga I, line? I'd follow him if he walked past me. I'd stop what I'm doing, and I'd, I'd jump in and have to dance. You like feel, like I'm at, feel like I'm at a Greek or Italian wedding. Like just... Yeah. No, definitely good. And Are they called the Rosebuds that are behind him, or are we not no, let it... No, no, no. no, 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 no okay. okay. That's it's fine. very similar. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, the other highlight was during the Big Cass and Daniel Bryan match when it wasn't even part of the wrestling, but Corey Graves was... He's the best commentator probably since Bobby Heenan. Um, just questioning Cass's tactics of standing in the ring with his arm in the air. <laughs> well, if that's a... It did work for Diesel. It did. To an extent. But... I don't think you're going to win a lot of matches by just winning, especially when you we did outweigh times. the guy and you're a lot of height. Now, you're seven feet tall. I'm not sure oh, if you knew that. I've been told you can't teach that as yeah. well. So. well. Maybe you can't teach this, but you can be taught how to be proactive winning a match. Wow. Hopefully he can. Taught how to wrestle. Yeah, well. Because he it. needs a bit of that. Oh, big Cass, let's face it, he's not very good. Well, he's you're not, not going to get any He arguments. got booed in his hometown, though, so maybe there's something there. Yeah, there could be, but they, uh, he may have had his arms in the air. To try and lower those pants, because they are getting above he's the a, belly button. He's a genuine high panner. Yeah, they're genuine. I don't know if yeah, we can give him an award, the high panner of the week or something, but it's he's almost, got to do something about him. So Hogan used to have his pants pretty high. Yep. But it looks worse on a guy who's seven foot tall, and he's not carrying extra weight, so he doesn't nah. need the high pants. He's actually in probably the best shape he's been in. I'd, I don't know. I'd change... I don't know. Have, you, have we seen too many seven foot wrestlers in the jock bather trunk situation because the look doesn't work. No, I don't like it. It's too much skin or the legs are too long. I don't know. It's just a... It's a Maybe it's because he voted Trump. I've got no idea. Oh, I don't want to get in their politics too much, unless it's WWE politics. Oh, the Undertaker's probably the only one that isn't around about that seven foot... But he's got the long pants, well, he? wore long pants. Yeah. He, he wears almost full clothing. Yeah. yeah. He's got his yeah. street gear Yeah, on. yeah, exactly. And you got the... 
the big show in the uh well big show is the girls bathers yeah with the one strap um which bundy had like a lot of like andre went with the girls bathers at one stage yeah um i think big cast i see him in tights minimum not the terrible tights that baron corbin wears because i don't know what's going on with those is he still on tv they're like though he was on this week i think they're tights that are meant to look like pants but they're tights yeah i don't understand weird situation but he hasn't got the high pant worry. He's got the uh, no personality worry and the the hair and... that's traveling all the way backwards yeah, worry. That uh, didn't didn't hurt Hogan's career. Well, oh. if if uh, if he's going to shave it in the middle and dye it uh, blonde, <laughs> good luck. One guy that doesn't have the uh, receding hairline problem is Roman Reigns, but he might have some other problem. Well, yeah, um, I think Roman's become an issue. It's um. We like the internet wrestling community. Will we call it that? Because the whole community is the internet wrestling community. Yeah, right? I think so now. Um, but people used to boo Roman, and the constant messaging out of WWE was, as long as you're reacting to him, we don't care. So, um, you know, booing, cheering, that's fine. Um, everyone's a tweener these days. Um, but now, people are disinterested. They've seen him in. Main event after main event after main event. Um, he were expected to cheer him, but his matches, while they used to be good, I, I don't, I don't have no problem with his ring work usually, but he's become boring. Yeah, I think he's solid in the ring at what he does. You know the cliche nineteen the five, finishes in a row. Yeah, yeah, the five big moves. You know that John Cena made famous, but like, I just feel now that you know. WWE as a whole pushing him down our throats. I I, I don't understand why he was even in the main event. There's Look, no that, title that, on the line. That's actually an issue. That's an issue. Um, yeah, you've got uh, if you're if you're a promoter of a sporting event and you've got a world title match, you've got an intercontinental title match and you've got a US title match. One of them's main event, not just a match between two guys. Yeah, definitely. Look, even if he was um, semi-main or you know they put the popcorn match in between that. Even if you put the Seth Miz, which, you know, it might not sound right on paper to have the Miz in a main event, but you would have sent the fans home happy. And the the outcome... Or well, they the... also would have stayed for the end of the match. Well, because yeah, the footage has come out this week, um, and that's been the main story coming out of Backlash, is that during the main event, um, people were trying to beat the traffic. That's highly unusual. I've never seen it before. No, no, nah, nah, def- definitely haven't seen it before. But you, you know, you they cut to the crowd. So that's all. That's all been fan footage. But WWE, the straight after the pinfall, cut to the crowd, and you could see people streaming to the exits. Yeah. Wow. No, no one was even looking. I think they were looking after the, you know, the WrestleMania shocked fan look or the little girl that was the shock. These fans, you could see their backs. Yeah, you know, going up the stairs, going home. It was. It was Where do different. they go? Where do they go? Uh, I honestly think Vince and whoever is in, else is in charge are probably too stubborn. And oh. I would have agreed to with you up until this event. Like, I think Vince is happy to put his fingers in his ears when everyone was booing. Yep. Because Roman does sell a lot of merchandise. But yeah. when they boo at their feet, that's, that's an when issue. When there's disinterest, yeah. um, disinterest is poison. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you look at the, John Cena, he's probably the most booed and cheered 50-50. I know it's a gimmick now for the yeah. fans to do it against each other, but he gets that reaction 
He's got to make a wish and he sells yeah, tickets. He does, and, that's he and he's a good in-ring worker. He's a hard worker. Has been for years. Yeah, good human being. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. I assume. Yeah. And now, <laughs> I haven't met him, but he seems like a genuine guy. But when it comes to Mickey Roman... Bella might not agree at the moment. Uh, there's still time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we can hold out hope. Uh, you love a love story, don't you? Uh, you know, just, there's always another WrestleMania yeah. where they can come together. This has probably got WWE creative written all over it. Well, I think um, in the old days, they would have asked them to kayfabe the, the wedding. Like, at least have it. Um, and we'll divorce you in a year's time. Well, well, yeah, they definitely, you know, they have the... Jake the Snake could have come out and with the snake in a box. Oh, that, that would have been That great. would have been great. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the word kayfabe because I'm going to like this segment, I think, as the weeks roll on. And it's sort of... Uh, for want of a better title, you're calling it the kayfabe idiot of the week or yeah, the dingbat of the week. Uh, or we, the haven't, co- we haven't really decided. We'll take nominations from people who are listening if they want to hit us up on Facebook um, where we're the, on the Turnbuckle Australia page. Um, so we're looking at if wrestling was real life, who has done something that absolutely would be a boneheaded move? Um, like a, an example would have been during the Superstar shakeup when um, Kurt Angle, coo, big coup, he got he got Jinder in with the title. Um, that's a big coup because they've already got the IC title, now they've got the US title, they've got most of the gold. First night, he would have known that he traded Jeff out, or even if he traded him out the next day, it's stupid, because he gave Jeff a title shot. Jinder loses the title and all of a sudden, you're back to one title. Yeah, I think uh, Stephanie may be right. I don't want to. I do not want to get off. To well, he would have been start. fired, wouldn't he? Because he should have been fired. I, I think he was well, in a fist fight with his boss a week before. Yeah, he who's was, a woman. Yeah, yes, yeah, that, that's. Yeah, de- definitely. <laughs> not something we're condoning in this room. No, right no, no, definitely not condoning. Like, she's not the nicest person, but but if she's right. Traded away a championship belt. That and should've... then he refused. The only good wrestlers they received, like in that shakeup, the only two good wrestlers they received, he didn't want to sign. She had to over come over the top and tell him to sign Sammy and Kevin. Well, yeah, I I'm not sure what he's up to actually. He he might be secretly <laughs> working the SmackDown. He could be. I. It's the only way to explain it, isn't it? I don't know. I mean. It's a sad situation. Yeah. Oh, you were saying you had an idea for retrospectively who it would be. Uh, yeah. Retrospectively, I think... Um... So Lyle was saying before the show that um, <laughs> he thinks anyone watching TV backstage on a WWE show... That's right. I, I just had a, uh, a brain fart there. Uh, no, every WWE wrestler... That is filmed backstage with the bent neck watching the 52-inch plasma from the side. I don't even know what the pixels, if it would be even clear. It doesn't look like a good picture. Yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming these guys have chiropractic. They would be losing their mind watching that. And I don't understand. You could just move three or four feet well, and watch it. I'm pretty sure there's spare seats on the hard camera side at most episodes of SmackDown minimum. Well, you know, and that would probably be a great... You could see the Titantron. That would be <laughs> yeah. a great... It'd be not bad. But yeah, it's just the bent neck. That would get my retrospective. My nomination for this week would be AJ Styles. Um, for three weeks in a row now, he has been punched in the nuts oh, by yeah. Shinsuke. Yep. For three weeks in a row now. He had a no disqualification match against Shinsuke at Backlash. Didn't wear a cup. Yeah, that that uh, it's hard to explain. He would have won the match if he'd won a cup. Well, yeah, you know, remember, you know, when you have uh, Bret Hart when he got speared by Goldberg. Oh, God. he almost the, killed him. 
He had the... Well, that was the kick in the head. That no, no, him. I was talking about when he had the, the medal under his... He's smart. It's... Well, I reckon he got that move from um, Back to the Future 3. Well, yeah, you're probably right. But in saying AJ not being the smartest, he did get hit in the nuts three weeks in a row. That's correct? Yeah. Shinsuke delivered those blows. Yeah. Wouldn't he have thought there would be some retribution? Why would JJ's a good guy. Good guys don't hit people in the yeah, nuts. Yeah, but if you hit a guy enough in the nuts, I think eventually he's going to do it. So why didn't Shinsuke have one on? Um, if I'm AJ Styles, I'm wearing a box. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that double kick to the nuts, by the way. Is that the most brutal thing you've ever seen? Uh, it looked good. It, it did. It, did it, you did you double over yourself in your seat? Because I definitely did. I felt it. I felt it. They did. They, they brought the story yeah. to life. And that's what they want to do, obviously. But... It's a no disqualification match. Since when have there been double countouts in a no disqualification match? I I have never seen it before. Well, you know they couldn't answer the bell. Yeah, they just did get rang in the bell. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. That's and it was very flat. What's well, part of the backlash? Yeah, backlash. Backlash. Yeah, mm. there you go. Yeah, but, the, but they were having a great match up until that point, and then just another sour. Final one, boys. Before we uh, bring in our guest, uh, some local wrestling stuff? Yeah, um, the local product or independent promotions, they're blowing up in Australia at the minute. They are everywhere. MCW are constantly putting on three, four hundred, seven hundred 700 uh, people when they're at the Thornbury so Theatre. So they're the ones that used to work at the Chinese restaurant back in the day, aren't uh, they? Yes, they did. They, uh... they used to commentate at the Chinese restaurant back in the day. Oh, I, believe, can fly, wasn't I believe I may have uh, even filled in for a show. Uh, which was. I'll, I'll go through that did. one day. Yeah, yeah well, that's through. a good story. One to day hold, I will it? go through how much of a disaster that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, so they're doing good things. Uh, PWA in Sydney, yeah. they're doing good things. We've just had... Um, uh, Progress Wrestling from the UK have come over. They come over. They're the old what culture pro wrestling, aren't they? Similar. Similar. They, they, they used oh, along to, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to be called that. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But um, yeah, they come over and they brought all their their guys out, and that was phenomenal. I took two friends that aren't wrestling fans just to show them what I'm into. Which was is... it a kidnapping or did they agree to go? Uh, they actually agreed to go, and they paid full price. And it now was... it's an intervention. Yeah, and and after the show, that they come to the Friday night. They didn't want to back up on the Saturday night to the ballroom brawl. Sucks. Yeah, you Sucks. know, one night was enough. But they did say they would like to come back. Not sure whether it was the burger joint next door, but if it made one of those a wrestling fan, be great. But yeah, as the Aussie wrestling's blowing up, a lot of international talent are coming over. Will Ospreay. Ryback's is, coming, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he's uh, wrestling. It's suicide. Yeah, yes, suicide's coming. Uh, I think Ryback's in Sydney this week, and then a week or two he's in Melbourne for AWF. They've got a three or four shows: Brisbane, Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney. Uh, Christopher Daniels is coming down. So yeah, it's it's getting bigger, which is. Uh, I mean, you mentioned that, that um, obviously Tennille Dashwood's coming out, Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that should be good to a home promotion in MCW, which. Like I said. You said there was a massive pop when that got announced. Uh, yeah, the crowd did go nuts. I, it could have been the loudest of the night, and it was a great night of wrestling. Fantastic as well. So she, she can work. Like she legitimately can work. And the whole uh, women's revolution without her and Paige, it, it would have happened still. But uh, that match sort of yeah. sped it up a lot. Yeah, I, I think the fans probably pushed it more. I think the WWE, uh, they would have eventually got there with well, what, after Roman. Well, you know, he can he win the Divas? He, he probably will. Yeah, he probably win that. And 
you probably get booed on that as well. All right, boys, let's take a uh, very, very quick break here on the on the turnbuckle is where we're at. Mypodcasthouse.com is where you're listening to. We'll be back very shortly with our special guest, Lord Mark Williamson, coming up from the Underworld Wrestling in just one tick. Welcome back. You are on the turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Walshy, we've got a special guest. We do have a special guest. We are joined in the studio by Lord Mark Williamson from Underground Wrestling. Um, it's Underworld Wrestling, sorry. actually. Oh, my so, God. I mean, Mate, that's what a great right. start that is. You've got the promotion start, the wrong like name this. from the very first thing. What an Sorry, I mean... You're making me feel a, bit, a little bit uncomfortable here. Yeah, I think he might be nervous. Uh, well, no, I, I understand. I don't know I am. I know a lot of people are nervous around me, but it's understandable when you come across greatness like me. A man with vision. A man who understands how it is about the violence. It does tend to put people a tad uncomfortable. Got a little, a little sound monkey there turning the knobs. He just gave me a weird look then too, you know. It's all, That's all, just all, his all face. a bit of uncomfort. <laughs> it's uncomfortable here, you know. But like, glad, glad I can keep you on edge. So thanks for coming in. Um, you've got uh, the new the the promotion Underworld Wrestling. Underworld Wrestling, yes. And you've got a what's well, not a promotion? It's a Fight Club. Sorry, Fight it's a Club. Fight Club. And there's a show. It's not a show. There's a, a fight night. Would we call it that? A show. It's a show. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> I've got nothing. So there's a show. It's a public unveiling, I believe it is. This Fight Club has been secret for two hundred years, and. Well, you're in not my glorious self, have opened it up to the public, which yeah. is very magnanimous of you. You're the you've been elected president. Elected how, the president of the club. How many presidents have there been in the 200 years? About 30, and not one of them has your vision. Or... No, of course not. They've kept it all secret. You know, this thing has uh, this fight club has been kept underground. You know, they don't want to show the masses believing that people don't like violence when actually they do. And of course, I'm in touch with my human nature, us humans being the most violent species on the planet. I've decided to let humanity free by bringing them violence once a month. And where the show's going to be in Alwood? And the Claw HQ, yeah. And what does the Claw stand for? The claw, it's just the name of my little cult. I don't need to explain things. I don't need to give it a meaning. It's just called the claw. Us members know what the claw is. If you want to know, you can join, of course. We can. I, I can teach you the meaning. That might be another podcast. That one. <laughs> might be another podcast. Well, she looks very, very nervous at the minute. You can do an expose. I, I can. I can show you Claw HQ. It's a lovely mansion in Elwood where we're holding the shows at. You can see some of our rituals. You can see what we do through the day. How we plan to bring the end of all things, but yeah, I'm sure you love it. It'd be a great podcast. So, um, talk to us about the show. How many fights are going to be? Uh, Spectacular amount of fights. Our two main fights, of course, are for the Underworld Championships. We've got Erica Reed, champion, my protege, proud member of the Claw, against Avery, who's quite the fighter, quite the monster. Should be women's violence at its very best and then we've got sid parker erica reed's boyfriend against the champion carlo cash money cannon two men known for their violence the jurassic punk against cash money they are the two big matches i am advertising so far fantastic well with the uh the big title match sid versus carlo both are big title matches 
both, sorry, that the uh, the men's title match. Stop being so oh. sexist. I'm just nervous. He's looking at me right <laughs> no, now. There's no need making... to be sexist, you see. I'm all no, about equality. No, no. Everyone deserves violence. Children, women, men, <laughs> hermaphrodites, everyone. All right, all right. Um, do you think we can handle all the violence that Carlo and Sid are going to bring to each other? I don't think you could handle it. I'm um, sure a lot of other I'm people... not handling this right now. I'm very, very, <laughs> very worried. What are you worried for? Just gotta relax, mate. You're actually not that far away from me. You gotta relax. What, what are you worried about? What do you What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm a bit nervous of this claw. Are you nervous for the claw? Yeah. Violence is for spectacular people, and you, sir, are not spectacular. Yeah, maybe Lyle, you can sit in the back row near the exit. Yep. Is that? Can I be that far away from the violence that it'll be fine? Or is it? No. no. Every seat's a great seat. Every seat is close to the violence here. It's quite the venue, the Claw HQ. You can all feel the violence in your heart watching this show. So, um, when is the show? When, when, can, when can we see the violence? You can see the violence 15th of June. Uh, it starts at 8.30. Of course, doors are open at 7.30 where we have unhappy hour. Unhappy hour? Well, drink, you know, I decided to throw unhappy hour because, you know, most of the people coming to the shows have probably worked a dead-end job, you know, selling their hours to the man, selling their souls away for 38 hours a week. It's a Friday night, so why not come to unhappy hour where you can commiserate your soul being degraded constantly through cheap booze and fried chicken. Then, of course, you can come in and watch violence at 8 30. This is spectacular end of all things. Fried chicken does sound good. Fried chicken and cheap beer. Like, come on. Is there a vegan option for this violence? <laughs> uh, I think that's a no. Are fists and feet vegan? Probably not vegan. Well, oh, obviously not then. Obviously not. So, um, where can people get their tickets? They can go to our website, www.underworldwrestling.com. There is links on there. It is actually on the ticketbooth.com.au website as well. You can search Underworld Wrestling and find it from there. Also look at the Facebook social media links. Quite easy to find. We'll also send it out from our Facebook page and oh, all 15, all 15 people you. following us all at the 15 moment. 15 people. Well, all those 15 people. Gentlemen, have you brought tickets? Not yet, but we Not are yet. going to be buying tickets. You want to be buying tickets? I tell you what, you can get your phone out right now. I can get your credit card and purchase those tickets for you right away. I huh? think I'll be buying my ticket. Uh, you think yeah. we're buying your ticket? Definitely, yeah. That'll be all right if I buy it, Mon. Yeah, no, you, yeah. Do you want to buy it now? You should buy it now. I'll, I mean, I'll get my phone. I've come all the way from my mansion in Elwood here to these studios. My dead end job hasn't paid me till about nine forty-five tonight. So obviously, oh. that's when I'll be getting online and oh, buying my that's ticket. Right. Yeah. Well, I I forget people work for a living. And, you know, can't be all running a cult like I do. You know, it's real hard. Money just gets thrown at me. <laughs> I earned $9,000 from all over the place. It's pretty impressive. Well, Maybe that from nothing. That would be one of the good things about the, the cult. I mean, besides the group sex would be the... There's no group sex. What are you talking That's about? That's a terrible sex? cult then. What do you mean it's a terrible cult? We're a cult about violence. Why would you bring group sex into this? This think- is the problem. This is the... Garden variety troglodytes uh, come here not knowing what a cult is. Group sex. We're about violence. We're about unleashing humanity to the world. Talking about group sex, it's sickening. Oh, I have my own. I'm about to start my own cult. I don't have the charisma. You to start wouldn't a cult, know but... what to do in group sex. I highly doubt. Well, I can probably sit in the back row near the exit, sit like while yeah. at the wrestling yeah, show. Yeah. Exercise your wrists. That's right. <laughs> 
Uh, and um, is there any other way people can catch they your shows? They certainly can. We are. We have the shows you can purchase directly from us off our website. Of course, they'll be up a couple of weeks after June 15th, and then we will be debuting worldwide on Amazon Prime. So that will be happening in July. Of course, Amazon Prime will be a slightly edited version, but you can buy the uncut version direct from us online through Pivot Share. Would you be the only cult on Amazon Prime? I would say we are the only wrestling in Australia on Amazon Prime. I'm probably sure there's some Disney stuff on there. You know, Mickey Mouse runs a pretty good cult. The awkward silence there. Did I say a wrong thing? No, 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 it's uh, all good. I mean, I'm the one who brought up group sex, so yeah, well, yeah, it's probably yeah. my fault. Funny thing with Amazon Prime, you know how we got the, the deal from Amazon Prime? Tell us. Well, we had this distributor, so I threatened to sacrifice his child unless he gave us a deal, showed him the kids strap up on a pentagram. Lo and behold, he gave us the deal, and I had to let the little tight go. So, you know, back home to his dad. Nice reunion. <laughs> so do you have any more uh, more wrestlers... They're going to bring the violence? Of course I do. What sort of question is that? Do I have any more wrestlers that are going to bring the violence? No, I'm only going to run two matches. I just want to know the announcement, that's all. Well, the announcement, no. Well, unfortunately, you're just going to have to keep looking online for the announcements there because, you know, is what my little social media minions would be quite annoyed with me if I was to give anything overly away on a podcast because they have been working very hard behind the scenes doing graphics creating gifs looking at instagram or twitter or whatever the hell that stuff is that's why i have people do that for me because that stuff is beneath me and benign but anyway i know before the show you've got unhappy hour uh will there be any kool-aid any kool-aid yeah i wouldn't mind drinking some of the (laughs) kool-aid Well, if you want to drink some Kool-Aid, we do have cordial, actually. It's not Kool-Aid because this is Australia, after all, and we don't going to import American drinks in. We do have some Coddy's Lemon Fresh Cordial. I could put some special stuff in it if you like. Come to the Claw HQ. We can indoctrinate you. I, I can introduce you to a few people. You can open your heart to violence. Or if you're annoyed, we can just open your heart. <laughs> I think I'll be there without my choice. So, yeah, but I'll be there. Choice, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, don't bring your kids. Yeah. Uh, no. no. Yeah, this is an over 18 show. Don't bring your foul. I don't little, have any kids. Don't bring foul little children to this show or they will be thrown out. Or, of course, sacrifice. Depends if you really want to see the show or not. Now, I know, uh, Lord Mark, you've been uh, participating in wrestling shows for quite some time. A long time. All um, my life. How do you see the local scene at the moment, with the exception of how amazing underworld wrestling is? obviously is the local scene it's up and down if you know what i mean like when i started involved in wrestling we were had crowds of a crowd of 500 was a regular crowd we had crowds of thousands you could go do tours and you'd be getting a thousand two thousand but when i started was at the end of the attitude era so i mean now it has dropped down a fair bit as i said like a roller coaster you've got your peaks and your troughs at the moment we're at a peak and I think what has helped that is um, a lot of wrestling fans turning away from mainstream wrestling. I think there's a lot of the current product is stale. Like, I I love wrestling, but I don't watch it anymore because it just doesn't hold my attention. doesn't hold my, doesn't capture my imagination, my dark, wild imagination. I just find it dull, boring. And that's why a lot of people are turning to other sources, you know. 
And especially with the internet going out now. I mean, there's so many different ways you can stream your product out, so many ways to, you know, the world is such a small place. You can get yourself out there if you know how to. Yeah, definitely. I would much prefer going to an MCW event in Thornbury Theatre than watch uh, and even a WWE backlash that we had. Yeah. I'd much rather go that. The fans... It's, well, it's, it's a really it, good. It's the interactive experience as well. Yep. I mean, there's one thing going to watch a show on TV, then other things being there live. Yep. I mean, um, you know, you, yeah, yeah. Live you can't be the live, live theater experience. versus the a movie. Or take live theater is always a yeah. a yeah. better experience. Yeah, yeah. And live wrestling is the same. I did enjoy the Melbourne Theatre Company version of Avengers Infinity War. It was really good. Uh, Richard Roxburgh was a great Iron Man. Like, he really nailed it, you know. I'll have to check that out. I'll have to check it out. Good season. Well, um, is there anything else that you uh, would like to say to our, uh, our list, hopefully large listening audience? Hopefully large listening audience, listen to this. The end of all things is coming. You can either be a benign witness's destruction comes past you, or you can be an active witness. Pay us $35, get a ticket to Underworld Wrestling. 15th of June, tickets on sale. Visit www.underworldwrestling.com. Open your heart to the violence, and together we can walk hand in hand for the end of all things. That's a very ominous message. Thanks, Lord Mark, for joining us in the studio. Um, we will obviously update everybody in the lead-up to the show, and um, con- we'll continue to do that, and hopefully see everybody at the unveiling. Unveiling. Excellent. I'll definitely get my ticket as soon as we wrap this up. <laughs> well, there you have it, boys. Uh, sort of an uneasiness around the room, no doubt about it. Well, Lord he's, Mark he, Williamson, he's... Uh... He's sort of lurking still, so, I mean, I'm still a little bit uncomfortable. Um I just wanted to send a shout out to the other member of our team who obviously on our first shows decided that he's too Hollywood to join us. Yeah. Uh, Jason, um, what's going on there? I don't think we uh, maxed his rider out. Uh, he wasn't happy with the... Well, he's got his 30,000 uh, Facebook followers and he's obviously a little bit too... Yeah, we're, he's a bit too mainstream maybe, I don't know. Let's yeah. see if he joins us next week. Episode two, if we're back. Well, it'll be his episode. If... It'll be episode one for him. Yeah. If Lord Mark Williamson doesn't... Uh... Do something to us when we go. I off may here. be, I, I may be indoctrinated by then. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, catch you next week. Look forward to it. Thanks for a great start. That was on the turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Thanks for joining us. First episode. We'll do it again next week for you. <laughs>